stuff. Yeah. So tell me about the name, Save the Day. Was that really just kind of the solution? No, well, I mean, uh, ironically, it took us forever <laughs> to come up with that. It was a painful forever. process to come up with It was months, name. months. Yeah. Right. The seasonings yeah. were so much easier to make than coming up with a name. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a common entrepreneur struggle yeah. all the time. Because yeah. you have things like trademarks to worry about, right? Exactly. You can't even be close to something else. Like you said, lunchbox and, and whatever else. The other yeah. one was not even really that. But you would like the same protection for yours, you know. And, Absolutely. And Absolutely. So we came up with a few names before. And uh, Save the Day was originally one that we had down on a long list. And yes. we just kind of ignored it for a long time. Yeah. But then at the end, we realized there's a lot that we do that we're passionate about. That's not just seasonings, but... It's, it combines our love for food, our love for helping people make cooking easier and tastier yes. and healthier to sort of come in like a, and make a person a superhero in the kitchen so yeah. that they can save the day for their family. So we as a company, we like to be the ones that can help you save the day then for your family. And it helps a lot today because, you know, uh, what everybody's going through, I think everybody in the world is affected, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. the name itself indicates that, hey, we're here as we're, we're, we're in it together. You know, whatever we're doing here, who knows, <laughs> we're doing it together. Right. So, um, tell me a little bit about your business and how that started. How it started. Well, <clears throat> I'm, uh, I own my wife and I, we've been married for 23 years, but uh, I am a food guy and foodie, lifetime yeah. foodie. Uh, when I was a little kid, it was just never any question of what I was going to do when I grew up. I mean, I was going to be a chef. I yeah. started cooking at a young age for my family. And uh, as I grew up, I just became more and more interested in food. Uh, and I worked as a chef, a baker, a cake decorator wow. for 14 years. And um, at one point, I realized that, you know, I probably don't want to work nights, weekends, and holidays my whole life. Right. So it's hard work. Let's think about this life thing because I'm married now. Yeah. We're starting to have kids. And so I uh, went to college at Boise State, and I got a computer information systems degree. And then I was an enterprise wow. software engineer and uh, Oracle database administrator for 15 years. That is a crazy shift. It's a crazy <laughs> shift, yeah. But it does provide a, a well-rounded knowledge base uh, yes. to understand a little bit more about business, especially on the IT side, because that's a confusing area for a lot of people. Like, what, is Absolutely. It, what do you need for IT? But uh, I noticed uh, as I was uh, doing food, I knew that I could still be passionate about it and do it, whatever I want with food on the side. It was just that I couldn't do that for a living forever. Mm -hmm. But as I was working at uh, Boise Cascade down in uh, downtown Boise, uh, they were purchased, their division was purchased by another division, and then I had a chance then, uh, since I got laid off at that mm -hmm. time, to start the seasoning business at that time, because I knew I had a lot of food passion in me, and I was like, what can I do? Didn't want to be a chef, but the seasoning sort of became a thing that helped my family, because I originally made them so that our cooking would be easier. Yeah. We could have a single blend, say, example, for a Mexican or Indian blend that you could put on chicken, you could put on beans and rice, you could put on eggs in the morning, whatever you had. So 
then it created a bunch of seasonings that didn't matter what you had on hand. You could just make it any flavor you want. So if you had a bunch of chicken on hand, which right now is, you know, people have stuff on hand. Right. They don't want to go to the store again and, <laughs> and have to use all this chicken or salmon or pasta or whatever they have. Yeah. But then they take any flavor of seasoning. We have 18 flavors now and just make it whatever they want any night. So you can kind of have a different meal each night using the same food. I'll add something to the story. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, him developing the blends was problem-solving for our own household. He would come home from working all day long at the office, and even though I know how to cook some, we all love his cooking better, right? Right, So he'd come through the door after a long day, and the kids (laughs) would be like, what's for dinner, Dad? What's for dinner? And so he he designed these blends basically to solve his own problem of having really easy cooking and having it all ready to go. And so um, one Christmas, we thought, oh, let's give some away for Christmas. We love them, right? So oh, I love it. So we gave some spices away, family and friends. And it really wasn't long after that that people started saying, you know what? I've, like, run out of that, and I would totally buy more. Can you just, like, make me some more? And so that so, added to the story. Or even more. Some parents were saying, like, my kid is eating broccoli for the first time. Like, right? what is yeah, this right? stuff? This is magic so, stuff. So yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love how it just kind of came out of a, a, a passion that you have, yet you're working IT. My husband works IT, so I totally get that side of things. Um, and that can be mundane and very, you know, a very challenging, uh, you know, position all on its own. And then to yeah. come home to a hungry family mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be the best cook in the house, that's right. got to be a challenge. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, every family has those kinds of struggles. And a lot of yeah. two, fam- two, two parents working or whatever, and yeah. you still have to cook every day. It requires some planning, it requires some, something on hand, and you have to eat. So right. why not make it easier? And it works so right. well that we're like, it was like three months after that Christmas, my sister is like, you have to go in business. Like, the, I've mm-hmm. never had anything like this. So yeah, we did. So now you can do some of the cooking because you're using yes. his seasonings, yes. so that lightens the load all across the board, yeah. which is awesome. We, it really makes you feel like you're a chef, like oh. like you know what you're doing when yeah. you don't have to. So when he's out of town, which he travels a bit, when I'm feeding the family, it feels like Dad's home cooking. Yeah. So it makes it easier. That's fantastic. So where are you guys typically selling at right now? Well, I'll tell you what, right now, not too many places. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, we are a direct sales company. And so we sell at fairs and festivals and events like that. People will join our company as distributors and they'll sell from their homes. They can do uh, home cooking uh, tastings and recipe clubs and things like that, right. freezer meal things, or they can go to uh, a work of barbecue or something like that. And, and while we're waiting for gatherings to to happen again sure <laughs> uh we do all it's online now yeah yep. yeah so save the day seasonings.com is our website we have uh you know out there you can go and and check out anything you want so that's, yeah. that's where most of our business is right now while we're waiting to get back to the fairs and festivals yeah so tell me about the name save the day was that really just kind of the solution <laughs> no well i mean ironically it took us forever <laughs> to come up with that it was a painful forever. process to come <laughs> up with the months name. months yeah right the seasonings yeah. were so much easier to make than coming up with a name but, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah this is a common entrepreneur struggle yeah. all the time because yeah. you have things like trademarks to worry about, right? Exactly. You can't even be close to something else. Like you said, lunchbox and, and whatever else, that other yeah. one was not even really that. But you would like the same protection for yours, you know? And, Absolutely. And Absolutely. So we came up with a few names before, and uh, Save the Day was originally one that we had down on a long list, and yes. we just kind of ignored it for a long time. Yeah. But then at the end, we realized there's a lot that we do that we're passionate about that's not just seasonings but 
it's it combines our love for food, our love for helping people make cooking easier and tastier yes. and healthier. To sort of come in like a and make a person a superhero in the kitchen, so yeah. that they can save the day for their family. So we, as a company, we like to be the ones that come help you save the day then for your family, and it helps a lot today because you know uh, what everybody's going through. Like everybody in the world is affected, right? Absolutely, and absolutely. The name itself indicates that hey, we're here as we're we're, we're in it together. You know, whatever we're doing here, who knows? <laughs> we're doing it together, right? And we want to be part of that, and our name is reflective of that passion that we have. So, save the day for us. It means that we can make something easier for somebody, a, yeah. a tired mom, uh, you know, a frustrated father working sure. hard. Then that's reward for us. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I love that. And I know that you guys also uh, have some passion projects on the side as far as yeah, your your um, your heart goes. So tell me more <laughs> about that. Well, uh, you know, with with most people, I think once you find a combination of uh, something you're passionate about, mm -hmm. the right opportunity, and some vehicle to put that into motion with, then that's like the perfect combination of, of success, of potential right. for success. And so, so we have a we have a few, but they they're encompassed in one main one, which is our um, nonprofit concept, the Save the Day Society. And it's a it's a bit of a new concept, and it does take a little bit to explain why we are consider it a little bit of a different concept. But essentially, it's a networking resource that provides help and services but also networks with other organizations and individuals to best match up needs with resources right so let's just for an example one of many cases could be a, a, a contractor that is struggling to keep a business going mm -hmm. and needs say a generator and doesn't have any money but really needs a generator to do his work, he can search the Save the Day Society and then find someone who maybe, I, ha I have a generator, I'll trade it for remodeling work on my kitchen. You know, something yeah. like that where you're like, we have a need here, here's somebody who has what you need, maybe for a trade or, you know, anyway, but it could pin up people with uh, various hard to satisfy needs mm -hmm. or that very specific or individualized needs Right. Whereas a lot of times in our current society, we have um, systems for enhanced, so let's just say the healthcare system, for example. If you enter the healthcare system, you are a system patient, right? Yes. And, and yeah. you, again, we've seen this in our family over yes. and over again. You're treated by the general guidelines of those symptoms, but right. in, in many cases, we've seen it's not in the best interest of the patient. Yeah. It, it sends them into a different or even a misdiagnosis or a series of uh, um, pharmaceuticals that... Right. Because at uh, best, they know a lot about what they've studied, but mm -hmm. the human body is very interesting <laughs> and they are yeah. literally just guessing yes, on their best day. Just guessing, yeah. So if we can take that and we can hone that concept into more of an individualized, holistic approach... Mm -hmm to what can help this person in their life achieve the most success and happiness as who they are right. with their weaknesses, with right. their, you know, whatever, their strengths and weaknesses together forming the individual. It doesn't mean that you have to change who you are 
to improve your life. Right. You just have to think differently, believe differently. Right. And and take advantage of the opportunities that are all around us. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of um, a lot of red tape in the systems that we have because money's always involved. Yes. And we want to empower any funds that come through our nonprofit to really all be about and have the flexibility without all these purse strings involved to really help people when they're at the points of a crossroads where something could lead to tragedy or if someone could step in and just help stop the bleeding for the minute. Right and really give resources and connect people, uh, that's where I think we can really see major success yeah. in people's needs. So that's kind of our outside the box way to help connect to the accomplish that. in the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because something, you know, like you were saying as an example, a generator which could help someone con to continue to run their business, mm -hmm. which means they could continue to right. make money provide for their family, mm -hmm. like the trickle down effect exactly. of something right. that simple when mm -hmm. I may have a generator that's just sitting here and I'm not currently using it. Mm -hmm. right, so it's exactly. not hurting me yes. to, you know, to, to have them borrow it or, right. or whatever, use it for the time being until right. they can move forward. So I have a real quick story then to tell yeah. on that line. Yeah. Actually, when, uh, we have an experience that actually fueled the passion a little bit more for this, which is a couple of years ago when we were, you know, our business, we've been doing it about five years mm -hmm. now. Uh, and it's been the same struggle that, all business owners have. You have right. to figure out how to run your business, your business, which is, it's like a person, you know, yes. you, don't, you don't know everything. <laughs> you know basic things about babies and they come into the world, but you don't know anything about that baby. Right. You know? <laughs> I agree. <And> so, <laughs> anyway, we were, um, we needed um, financing and funds and we're like, well, we don't have any resources, but we have our home. So mm -hmm. let's put our home on the market. And, you know, that was like a last re resort for us, but yeah. let's right. do it because that's all we have right now. Right. We'd already been in business for a couple few years and um, our home had had no maintenance on it at all because all money was going into neglected. the business. It was neglected. Sure. So we're like, well, let's just see. And then the inspector came in and it's like the roof needed replacing. There was mold. There was problems. Oh I mean, we, it was, and yeah. so anyway, our basic option was um, to sell to one of those uh, flip. Right. You know, yeah. They're going to buy low yeah. and they're going to, as low as they can. And then because we didn't have time to put in to for the resources for the, or the resources to, for the to fix it up i sure. mean we really couldn't do anything so uh we'll make a long story a little bit shorter basically i mean we only had one semi offer and it would have netted really us like $28,000, right? Oh. Netted us $28,000. Which, which is was, defeating the entire yeah, purpose. Um, we needed personal money. We needed money for business. So, But in the end, we needed something. So I remember one specific day, I was working an event in Oregon. And I was during a break, I was talking to Jen. And we were just, it was a really depressing time. Because sure. we were trying to figure out what to do. Um, and I was like, we need to make the call. We need to just sell because we need something. Like, I mean, I'll just take a little. Desperate. It's not sure. enough, but man, we'll take something. And she's like, just give me a few more minutes. And a few minutes later, she gives me a call and says she had gotten a hold of a friend of ours who also owned a business. And she didn't even get to tell him the whole story as part of it. And he's like, all right, well, whatever you do, just don't make the call. Don't take the offer. Whatever it is, I mean, I don't know. I don't know your situation, but let's just look at it. But don't take the offer. Right. And um, it turns out uh, after just some basic conversations, I mean, it was, he was willing to say, okay, well, what does your house need? Well, it needs the mold and needs the, the roof and all this other stuff. And, 
he's like, well, I will cover the cost of the roof, the mold or whatever. And then when you sell it, you can pay me back with yeah. the proceeds. And it was a, and I can't even tell you how fast it was, but it was going from complete desperation all of a sudden after a 30 second conversation with her <clears throat> to all of a sudden a sense of hope. Right. Like all of a sudden I'm like, there's hope. <laughs> all of those feelings literally like disintegrated. Disintegrate until yeah. now a whole new set of feelings comes in. What can I do? And so now I'm hugely motivated to like, okay, we have a crack of time here that we can do all we can. Six weeks later, we sold the house and we netted over $130,000. Oh my gosh. Right. And that was because. $100,000 more than it had we just right. gone right. with Take what we thought our Because were. one person who ended up, and we ended up only needing the roof. Yeah. Because we did everything else, blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Ourselves. And, but it took one person that ended up costing him zero. Wow. He made no sacrifice other than a temporary, a temporary. loan. Yeah. And for us, it was quite literally life-changing. Yeah. So think about how many people, and this fits into our philosophy of if you can stop the bleeding at the right time, we can prevent a world of other problems. That is how marriages crumble, abuse yeah. happens, trauma happens, suicide, suicide yeah. you name it. After that call says, okay, I'll sell at 28000 Right. And now what do I do? Now the marriage is strained because we can't pay our bills, right? And it, it continues and progresses and snowballs. Right. Instead of saying, okay, now I'm motivated. I have a glimmer of hope. And it doesn't mean somebody came in and did the work for me. That is the yeah. important part. Yes. Somebody came in and said, I'll stop the bleeding. I'll put the tourniquet on. Right. Get to work. Right. And so then we get to work. And that is the philosophy that we embrace as to how to help people because you can give people as much as you want and it will never change people right very that, much the philosophy of give a man a fish yes, versus exactly. teaching them to right. fish right. but most people and i think a lot of people fall into this trap of thinking giving period causes that and so they don't give oh yeah and so but giving at the right time Mm -hmm. is critical yeah that you don't require anything back I'm gonna give you this and and like you and said really it's it's hope it's a path mm -hmm. out of the pit you might feel you're in right doesn't necessarily mean that you have to to completely lift someone out all on your own accord or pay sure. for everything and no return of yeah. whatever I mean but yeah you get the concept yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. you know hold you know I'll hold my hand yeah. out yes you still have to Yes. climb your Let's way help, up help it yes. not happen yeah. again by yeah. by either educating or you know going through therapies if you've been traumatized or whatever it is you need to yes. feel like you can now be a contributor yourself you know that circle goes around you know right. when you reach out you help you lift another so they can pay it forward and help the next person because they have like we felt very blessed and supported at a time we needed yeah. help now we are more compelled to formulate something to help other people. So yeah. that one act that this gentleman did has has tenfold, hopefully, and many more in the right. future, help other people. So yeah. that's awesome. And I emphasize again, it cost him nothing. Right. Right? Yeah. And so we can help people. And yeah, there's a risk, you know, but he, he made a risk by laying out $8,000 for a roof, right? Right. 
But in the end, it wasn't really a risk because, I mean, he would get that back even if we sold at a low amount. You know? So right. in the end, you can go in and do all kinds of help if you have the ability to help right. at very little risk to yourself if you're looking for the opportunities. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Uh, I know you also do some photography I work. Do. Tell me about yes. that. So that's my passion that I brought into the marriage. Been doing it for about 11 years now. But I started out as a fine arts major, so I've always loved the arts. But um, after having kids, I, I picked up my camera and got a little more involved with that. And um, it just kind of blossomed to a business. And now it works really well. I, I still do my business with like seniors and, and families and engagements and whatnot high school seniors yes. high school seniors yes <laughs> yes high school seniors. however it's been a wonderful skill and an asset to our save the day business so i do like all the photography he cooks up amazing meals i do the food Fantastic. photography i do the product photography all the marketing any social media all the visuals um i have that skill set to bring to the table so yeah it's been a great partnership it. I love it because I, you know, it makes a, a good connection. Everybody, you know, talks about how when you look back at your life, you can see that the skills that you earned really yeah. drove you to the place where you're at now or you need them. Yeah. Um, and I remember going to school for graphic design mm -hmm. uh, yes. here locally. And then uh, this was just a long time ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, at the time, like there really wasn't a job for graphic designers here in this area. Like you had to live in LA or yes, New York yeah. or, or something like that. Um, so I was devastated and couldn't figure out how I was ever gonna use this skill that I had just paid $30,000 <laughs> for. Yeah. <coughs> but so, you know, but as I got into other businesses and still with this business today, my graphic design skills have made me so much money in 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 the long run yes. as far yeah. as being able to have those skills and not pay others and be able to see what others don't as far as as that that yes. stylized side now of things. Now that we're in a digital age, every business needs to have a visual presence. Yes. And so those skills are far more important than maybe back when you were earning. Absolutely. So I love that you, you know, you guys have dug into all of your your different skills, the things that you're really good at, and mm -hmm. put those to use to make all parts of it successful. Yeah, I'll tell you a little bit more about her photography accomplishments. And yeah. She won't tell you very much about it. <laughs> she's yeah. not a bragger. Uh, she, she's on the uh, board of directors for uh, Professional Photographers of Idaho, nice. and she's been for several years. And this year, she is uh, functioning as the president of the board of directors oh this year. Oh my gosh. We're busy. Yeah. We keep ourselves busy. <laughs> last year in 2000, no, 2018, you were yeah, uh, Photographer of the Year for State of Idaho. Oh my gosh. It was a great honor there. That was fun. Same year, she was selected to be one of the representatives of the United States in the World Photographic Cup, one of 18 people in the nation. Oh my that gosh. That was selected in her category. That blew you are away. really downplaying your so photography she, skills. I, I still yeah. She won't say it. Dream. I will say it plenty. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's very accomplished. In fact, Four or five years ago, when she got, which kind of started the whole ball rolling as far as her involvement, was when she scored the highest unanimous perfect score in district competition on one of her images. A hundred, a hundred score is like you know that's the, everybody wants, yeah. and no one and ever gets it. Some they get them, but you know you it's, throw out the lowest scores. It was scores. A first for me, and that hers was, was unanimous easy. for the judges, even though you can throw out the lowest, you know, and, and so some one hundreds are not unanimous, right? right. But 
Anyway, hers was unanimous. But anyway, great moment there. Yes. <laughs> so I'm she's sure. done a lot of stuff. She's a very yeah. uh, skilled, she's a fine arts photographer, which is way different than just taking your picture. And here you go. So anyway, it's been a great Thanks. blessing to our. Uh, I love it. I love that he brags on you. That's awesome. <laughs> so as like, obviously, as a couple in business together, what are the skills that you have put together between you to make sure that that isn't a constant strain on your marriage? Boy, that is, that's we, a valuable question to often, ask. We often like give ourselves that pat on the back of like, you know what? We are still married and we should celebrate that. <laughs> right? Because it's hard enough to have a relationship last outside of also being business partners. We live together. We work together in the same home right now. So sometimes space is best. <laughs> uh, You're like, we have our, we're going our separate ways for just a few minutes. <laughs> it's an evolving work every day. It really is. But it's all fueled by our passion and our love for each other and a love for what we want to do together. Yeah. But communication is huge and forgiveness is huge. Mm -hmm. And yeah. continually being willing to evolve and look at for yourself sure. in the mirror. For sure. Yeah, huge. those are huge, huge things because just life itself, as she said, throws enough at you, just as we know right now, that right. just living life throws enough to be a strain on any marriage. Absolutely. But throw in the added of trying to keep a business going and doing it all together, having the conflict that would normally arise, say, between a president and a CEO, you know, just even work partners, but sure. you're also married. So there's additional <laughs> dynamics that are yeah. involved there, which complicate the matter. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean... It makes it more emotional. It's more, yeah, <laughs> there's more emotions involved. There's more history involved. Yeah. And so you have all those things, which forces you then either to communicate better or the relationship downgrades. Yeah. And so it's going to downgrade automatically unless you force yourself to communicate better. Right. And it's not just communicating more. It's really learning how to communicate better. So not only have we worked on wor the issues, communication, and it, in running a business, but in our own personal lives, mm -hmm. and then we also, it's helped us there to yeah. be able to say, take those same patterns. We've had to deal with things. And now that makes us better at dealing with the things that we like if we didn't have a business right now i'm like oh well, life isn't even challenging you know it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> i love it <laughs> only an entrepreneur would say that like know, literally no one else says that <laughs> yeah uh, you talk to other entrepreneurs and then they give you the wink and the nod and like oh yeah okay <laughs> right <laughs> you, you've every phase you have to go through every phase you know everyone you, you know, no nobody is exempt right? no yeah. not I, at all i think having that added thing is allowed us to really um look to not only learning about like you read a book to learn about mm -hmm. your business you listen to a podcast we have to do the same thing for our own personal individual lives and as a couple so you know we listen to people that help us hone ourselves as people right as couples so life coaches and things like that that really can help you yeah. you know you just have to have that as part of your work that's part of your day you have to schedule it in you have to make it a priority yeah. yeah so in talking about that what are some of the skills that you guys use to stay focused and motivated on this train every single day day after day because it can it can grate on you oh yeah well train is a, is a good but also maybe Airplane would be better because uh, train is on a track. Yes, yes, and you true. You know where it's going. <laughs> true. But the airplane can take a left at any moment. In the entrepreneurial <laughs> world, you know every day is a new adventure. You don't know what's going to happen. It could be a worldwide virus or it could be a bad 
sales day. It could be sure. any range of things, and all of them affect your decisions that you make in your relationships and how you communicate and what you're willing to talk about that day. And so the habits, though, that we've established is an iterative process of let's try talking every morning, right? We're going to talk business every morning or every night or whenever it is. Right. And then we say, well, there's parts of that that are not working because in the morning is when we're busier and doing getting ready and, and others. So let's try it at night. You know, anyway, it's a you do one thing and you find the parts of it that are working well for you and serving you well. Right. And then you mold it and form it. And that's why it's such an individual thing, just like yeah. the individual life or the baby or the business. It's so dynamic and changing that it becomes unpredictable. Yeah. But if you do certain things every single day, now for me, meditation is a very important thing. Yes. Study and learning is very important. Uh, mindset is critical in believing and changing those self-limiting beliefs that we have. Yeah. Doing a little work each day on those things means a lot. And it means that you're going to unearth some things that are uncomfortable. Like, you know, because the tagline I use a lot with it, yeah. there's a podcast we listen to. We love a, it, yes. The living an extraordinary life is not easy or comfortable. It's so much better than that. Yes. Right? Yeah. But you have to make yourself un, a little uncomfortable yeah. and a little difficult right. to get to parts where you say, oh, now my world is bigger. Right. Now my understanding is greater. Yeah. Now our relationship is deeper. You know, yes. that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who says, I'm just like, I can't wait till I'm comfortable. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, that is a nasty yeah, word in my, in my yeah. vocabulary. No I just, yes, yes. We, I don't, I don't, if I am comfortable, mm -hmm. there is something wrong. Now that doesn't mean that we don't take breaks. Like yeah, obviously right. we all need downtime. We all need that recovery or whatever. Um, you know, so there's definitely room for that, but comfortable as a, as a, uh, end, end point? No, <laughs> no, 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 because comfort is not the end goal that we believe is the end goal. Mm -hmm. Comfort is not the end goal. No. Happiness is the end goal, really. And I mean, it should be. Yes. Fulfillment. fulfillment. Agreed. But you and must learning. feel those things regardless of what's going on around you in the circumstances. So with us in our business, I've noticed over time, and we're at the beginning when I'm feeling less in control of everything, um, the circumstances surrounding myself over time didn't change, meaning we're still crunch time. We're still having to struggle to pay bills. We're still right. struggling employee situations. Anyway, things like right. that. Um, but over time, your experience grows so that those same experiences then you handle much, much better Absolutely. later. Um, and so the, the circumstances that are surrounding us are exactly the same. We still have no money. We still struggle <laughs> through things and, and whatever it is. Right. That's called the... But why am I happier now, yeah. right? And I can ask myself, why am I happier now than a year ago? Because I'm in the same situation. But it's the way I believe about my situation around me. Mm -hmm. yeah. That situation does not control the happiness. Yeah. The level of comfort does not control the level of happiness. It's only there as our leader and our guide to our next phase of growth. Yes. Yeah. That never ends in 100% comfort. It ends mm -hmm. in a moment of realization, which brings comfort. Yes. Understanding, which brings comfort. Moments of comfort. Great, better relationships, which yeah. also bring more comfort. And you find yourself all of a sudden, oh, I guess I'm happy today. Right. <laughs> and, and I chose to be happy today. Yeah. And, and I feel able to be happy today. Right. Because of 
months and months of daily practice on convincing your subconscious that you're awesome, you're doing a good job, any negatives you f- feelings you feel are okay to feel. Right. Feel through them and then move on from them. I think one of the biggest things entre- entrepreneurs or anybody who's trying to succeed in something is when you have things that feel like they keep going wrong or you have what feels like a negative consequence or maybe I should give up, maybe this is a sign that this right. isn't working. Piling what on, am I trying? Of... Who do I think I am? <coughs> I think a huge, yes, a huge uh, help in overcoming that is realizing that um, that's just information and Mm -hmm. you're learning. If you think of Thomas Edison or any inventor or anyone who's created anything of significance in the world, if you count how many times they failed before they had success, I mean, it's easy to think about that for someone else, but really to apply it to yourself and say, Say, how many times have I failed? Oh, yeah. three. It's not wow. really failure. It's really not that much. Yeah, yeah. it's Maybe information. I <laughs> in fact, yeah. the more you go and the more information you have, the better chance that the next time might be the time that really starts giving you traction. Yeah. So if you give up before then, you're it's premature. Yeah. That's the hardest time is at the beginning. So keep getting that information. So by the time you get to where you want to, you know, your goals will will achieve after you've given it enough time to achieve. Yeah. I think we're going to live in such a, a, a now society. We want it easy and quick. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to allow yourself that time to go through that learning process. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, just from, from my perspective um, and, you know, knowing a lot of different couples, some in business together, some not, I think the one thing that I can see that the two of you have is that you're both working to grow individually and together so that you're both of you have the same mindset the same values the same goals in mind you both want to be better as people better together as a couple better as business owners Mm -hmm. and that is really really rare it really is a blessing thank you thank for saying that because it's not so easy because you you identify two parts right yourself and the really yes. the, the relationship it's really easy to be tempted well number one when things start going wrong, wrong in multiples to say maybe that's a sign i shouldn't be doing this right <laughs> but really the right question to ask is what am i doing wrong right now because i already feel in my heart that this is right right we give up too soon on that but also what ends up getting stirred up is if you focus on yourself and a relationship with somebody else at the same time you're going to stir up trouble Right. <laughs> right. You're going to stir up trouble because you're focusing on yourself. Agreed. But also relationship things. So if you focus on, well, what, how do we need to communicate to make sure the relationship is strong? But sometimes, how, what do I have to do to be serve myself best means we have to talk about something difficult. Yes. And it has to bring up emotions that we really don't want to feel. But right. we know we have to because in order for me to feel my best self and for us to work together also as companionship, and partnership best we have to work through those right. those issues that a lot of cases have built up over two decades of marriage that we've just sort of we're yeah. just not going to deal habits, with this right yeah. now yeah. well habits of communication that yeah. we can't right because yeah. we have to work together and i have to be myself too when we yes. keep changing so maybe the habits that we had in our early marriage worked at the time when right. we had young children yeah. or life was different right but we tend to work our brains want to work in autopilot all the time they doesn't want to always be reevaluating and changing we want things to be simple we want to have right. it be auto so it does require constant involvement and i just want to add how much i appreciate that my husband has been so supportive of me as a woman to fulfill my own business my own passions 
I, there's no way I would have had those accomplishments had he not um, allowed me to spend hours and hours working on my images and preparing them for competition and not throw out the guilt trip of what about us, what about me, what about our other business, right. anything like that. I mean, I think what happens and like what you're trying to express is that by having that individual uh fulfillment yes. as well as opportunities to grow in ways that I can't get outside of other situations. So the skills that I've learned in my leadership in my photography world have come into play. Like I just put on a, a, our state convention through our photography group and we pulled in judges and speakers from across the, the country to have this convention. Now I have that skill to bring to our save the day business when we have our future conventions. You know, I wouldn't be in that position to be able to lead in that way had he not been you know had he been threatened by that or miffed or put out or whatever um so that's where supporting each other to have your individual individuality is is really key yeah absolutely yeah so in in your in your business uh as well as your life because sometimes they definitely overlap what are some of the non-negotiables like what is the this has to happen no matter what i have to have this well there's do you want to? Yeah, well, yeah. one, well, for me, it's it's my outlet of, of doing photography, mm-hmm. but also um, I'm not very good at this, but making sure that we have some downtime. Yeah. And actually, he's much better at it. I'm the one that tends to push, push, push. Let's talk about business outside of business hours because right. he's right there and I have a great idea. Right. And so he's pretty good about like, you know what? Let's be done talking about business. Right. Let's watch a movie. Let's go for a walk. Let's go on a date. It's really hard to make that be a priority. So I can't say that's non-negotiable. It should be non-negotiable. Right. It needs to be. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something I aim to be better at. Um, but for me, I think a big part of it is just making sure that we stay true to our vision uh, of wanting to help others and to keep um, our direct sales company in line with our personal values. We, we recognize that sometimes some direct sales companies can cross boundaries that put a black eye on the industry or people feel like it's, you know, I'm not making money or there's things that can make it feel like it's not a viable business. Right. Um, we, our passion is to prove otherwise, yeah. you know, and to keep things where we're truly helping people make it a really good um uh, earning opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So non-negotiables, there's really two categories for me. There's the personal and then there's the business. Yeah. yeah. Um, and both are critically important to make sure you do have non-negotiables because if you don't, there's no chance of success in my <laughs> Agreed. opinion. Agreed. Because, <laughs> you know, you have to have things that you are... Safeguarding. Yeah. The elements mm-hmm. that make your business you, right? And that make you, you that you can't let other people override for you. Those are your non-negotiables. For personally, it's making sure I do certain things every day. Like I make sure I take my time to meditate each day, to stretch each day, and to do other things that fill certain areas of balance in my life so that I can make sure that at the end of the day, my brain has a little check mark by those important things. So I am committed to stretch every single day. And if I'm at the end of the day and I haven't stretched, 30 seconds, great. Stretch right. for 30 seconds 
And no, you haven't. I haven't done my 15-minute stretch, but my mind says stretch is done today because <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was done, and right. even if I only had time to do 30 seconds, I did it. Right. Because that's how the brain works. It checks the box off for the day. Right. And says we're good, so that the next day I can open up, wake up, and say I still haven't missed a day. Right. And that gives me Honoring more right. motivation. Yeah. Right. Um, and so things like that, personal, but on the business side. I like to call them uh, keystone habits or values, keystone, such as safety, you know, the things we keep in mind with all of our decisions in the business. For us, that's safety, quality, customer service, vision for the future, and positive outcomes. Mm -hmm. And so those are things we search for as we build our processes, filling in order, right? All those qualities and habits are built into our process of filling in order. What can we do to make sure our quality? So we like we have affordable products, but we don't compete on price. Right. We make sure our quality is the highest, and customer service are the keystone things that we take care of. And price will take care of itself. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just having a set of values that are true to you in your business. If yeah. you're an entrepreneur, then yes. If you're just a, an employee or worker, then you have your values that are non-negotiable right you are who you are yeah and you're not going to negotiate those parts of you and so i've we've built those parts into the business in every decision we make those values go into those decisions so that's how they become non-negotiable yeah and just to add i was just thinking even with our product say the seasonings there's some some health claims that we are also non-negotiable so some Mm. of the some of the things we share with people is there the seasonings are gluten-free uh, we don't have, there's no MSG, no additives, fillers, dyes, preservatives. They're all natural. And so that's something that our customers have come to be rest assured when they buy our seasonings that they're getting, you know, yeah. all the other stuff in there. Right. Which is a big deal for yeah, a lot of people. It is. Absolutely. There's a lot of allergies and health concerns. And so usually, no matter most diets or anything anybody's needing to, to conform around, they feel like, okay, at least I can flavor my food. With, yeah. with your seasonings and it's not yeah. going to affect Yeah, that. which is awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah, personally and professionally, though, what's non-negotiable, uh, unfortunately, we don't treat as non-negotiable. Like, mm. we have to treat it as non-negotiable. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because if we to. don't, we it will become non-negotiable. It will become There's negotiable. There's always reasons to yeah. morph yeah. and change pressures all around. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it takes focused attention. Is yeah. what I'm saying. You every can't, day. Every day. Yes. But again, that focused attention becomes easier and easier. Mm-hmm. Where I don't have to think now. I've done it for over two years now, stretching every day. Right? Yeah. I don't have to think about it. I just do it's it. It's a habit. It's right. a habit. Yeah. And so no problem anymore, right? right? It's just part of my day. But two years ago, stretching every day when I couldn't touch my toes, like it was a struggle. Right. There was dips and then there was, you know, I was good and then I wasn't good for a while. Right. So it's just a matter of working through those. And right. people say 21 days for a habit. I think oh, it's no. more like six to eight weeks, I think, for the brain to really rebuild those connections yes. to where it really becomes a habit, not just something the brain says, yeah, I think this is pretty good. Yeah. But then when you're done, it's like, remember what we did back then? And you're always <laughs> like, yeah. anyway. <laughs> and I think that they Non-negotiable be... means the subconscious and the conscious are on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> and I think those habits can almost be undone 
they can easier be. than they can oh, yes. be. Oh no, way done, easier for yeah. sure. Yeah, because you can go to the gym every day for a year and then not go for two weeks, and, then, and yeah. going Never back go. is yeah. real hard. It's starting over. It's starting <laughs> yeah. over. It really is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. So tell people where we can find you. Well, we, since we are a direct sales company, we do fairs and festivals all over. We have direct sales consultants, about 20 right now, that are in mostly western states. And we have one in Ohio, who's one of our best ones, actually. And <laughs> uh, we uh, sell online a lot. And we, through our direct sales consultants, and our sales as well, we love to do like cooking demos. Like I'm still, I'm such a foodie. I will love to go to people's homes or works and, and do cooking demos or freezer meals or teaching how to make real easy food simple foods with mm -hmm. stuff you have on hand, how to substitute things that, what you do have on hand for what you're missing. So I specialize in all that. And so Good. we can help teach and train people to be able to do that. You can always go online, savethedayseasonings.com. Always and guess. And right now that's the place to go because we're not doing the in-person stuff, so. Right, yeah, totally understand. Anything other? What um, about where we can find your photography oh. business? Mm. Yeah, so it's just my name, Jen Alvi, which is A-L-V-I. So JenAlviPhotography.com. Nice. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Jen Alvi, at Jen Alvi on Instagram. Yeah. So. And we'll definitely include all of your contact information in the Thank show you. notes for sure. Awesome. So, uh, my last question, which we've pretty much already talked about, but I want to give you one last opportunity to, to say anything you haven't yet. How do you give back? How do we give back? <clears throat> that's, that's a really multifaceted question because in order to give back, we must be able to, um, to have the wherewithal to contribute, Yes. right, to give back. So there's multiple ways you can give back. As new entrepreneurs, we are figuring out ways that as we grow, we can also give back through the Save the Day Society. Mm -hmm. But how do we give back when we're before we're really across that edge? You know, right. how do how do people normally give back if you don't have money or if you're struggling yourself? How yes. do you give back when you're struggling? Right. Yes. Well, the answer to the question is that is really the solution to struggle is to find ways to give. Uh, like yesterday, we had a new neighbor move over. I brought him a few little sample bags of seasonings just as a, we met the other day and he was curious about the seasonings. And so um giving back is just getting to know a neighbor right yeah. it doesn't cost me anything to get to know a neighbor yeah right and it doesn't cost me anything to make a phone call to somebody i haven't talked to for a while to say hi to a facebook friend that i haven't chatted with for a little while right yeah. and so if there's no money giving back is still a necessity yeah. because for our own happiness to be able to give back I, being I was, nice and kind yeah. you know to I people. would say too most recently he's been really trying to do almost a daily Facebook live on our save the day Facebook page yeah uh, just specifically helping people make really quick easy meals um, with whatever they might have on hand we just yeah. recently did like a really easy like pizza, I mean, that's comfort food. If you totally. can't go out and your kids want pizza and maybe you've never made pizza, it before you know, and scratch. you don't have yeast, you don't have a bread machine, like what do you do? So he just sh showed him real easy how to do that. And I think that that stems from his desire, our desire to help yeah. make it, especially in this current situation, get yeah. back. I love it. Yeah. I love it very much. I really have enjoyed chatting with you guys and I appreciate you. you thank you so much. We appreciate yes, the opportunity to come and talk. and it feels like exactly where I'm supposed to be. So mm -hmm. I don't worry about all the Good. details. I'm yeah. like, I'll figure that out. When I see something that's not working, we'll 
find the next solution. Like, I know I'm not going to know everything today, mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll figure it out along the way. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So.